Welcome to the Real-Time Storytime by Robert R. Ricks. We will get this thing started pretty soon. What I need for you guys right now is just to hold tight. We need to allow people to show up because this show is nothing without the viewers. You see, I require keywords or phrases that you will give me and I will craft a story based off these keywords. I have about two and a half minutes to create the story. And then after I create the story, I have to see if I got all of the keywords in, at least 10 of them. We try to have at least 10 to 14 keywords, and I attempt to get all of them in, but if I can get at least 10, it's a good day. Now, I know you guys are going to have some really crazy ones. Now, I do need to warn any new viewers. The existing crew that comes here on a regular basis are filthy, nasty motherfuckers with foul language. The language is going to be a problem, you might want to check out now, because these stories, 9 times out of 10, are extremely vulgar, sometimes violent, oftentimes very weird, sometimes funny. Alright, we'll get this thing started pretty soon. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Robert R. Ricks. It is Super Bowl Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. I'm frankly surprised to see some of my regulars here. We got the Yaks, we got the Vicks, we got the Paula, we got the Garrett. I don't know if y'all watch football or not, but I don't normally watch football, but the wife wanted to watch it and see some of the commercials and whatnot, so we did. So it's games going on right now. I gotta tell you, it's pretty fucking exciting. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I did grow up in the Bay Area, so I am kind of leaning towards 49ers. I could hear my wife in the background screaming as I was prepping the show here. Uh, sounds like the 49ers are ahead. 
we'll see what's what. It's been a pretty close game. Uh, I did see all the way up past the halftime. Halftime show was pretty entertaining. Uh, I got geared up to Shakira, boy. Her hips don't lie. That shit was off the chain. But this is the real-time story time. I did step away. I promise you guys I do this show. So if you guys did the same, I do fucking appreciate the hell out of you. We're going to do this uh, like we do every Sunday. The group that's here right now is going to provide me some keywords. We've got uh, five viewers. we got four in right now uh, that I can see leaving comments. So uh, I don't know if we're going to see the famous backwoods come drive through real quick and drop one on a side or even a Tenchi. But we do have uh, Yak, Vix, Paula, and Garen. So let's get this thing started. Um, go ahead and please submit your words now. You guys are probably going to have to double up. There's uh, only four of you in here. We need at least ten. So uh, if worse comes to worse, I have a few keywords I can throw in myself. But um, this show happens every Sunday. Uh, for you folks that are listening to this on the podcast, you know this is uh, this is one of those things where the viewers will give me some words. I will get these words. We'll put the show together. Um, I have a thing that flashes, says keywords used. When um, I use those words, I'll do that, but you guys won't be able to see it, obviously, because you listen to the podcast. You're just going to have to remember whatever the keywords are. So we have some, whoa, uh, palandrome. Okay, Vix, you're going to have to tell me what palandrome means, because I don't know off the top of my head. Biometrics, I do know what that is. All right, so we got some words rolling in right now. Plan. Plan. Drome. Drome. I have to look that up. Biometrics. Biometrics. Uh, let's see. Magician. Ventriloquist. Word search puzzles. Hmm. Uh, Red Rover, Red Over, Saint Jackal of Ride Over. Saint Jackal of Ride Over. Calling the herd. Was that an answer, Vixen, to your thing? Oh, okay. Thank you, Paula. Oh, thank you. Culling, okay. Culling the herd. Uh, let's see. Let me show that, Garen. Hickory dickory dock. The windigo ran up the clock. Hickory, 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 dickory, dock. Uh, the Wendigo ran up the clock. The clock. All right, I just need two more. Today is a palindrome. Let's see. Zero two zero two zero two zero two. Oh yeah, you're right. 
222022 or 22 the month in the day yes yeah, so, yeah that's right okay so a palindrome is uh, something that's backwards and forwards okay i just need two more and then we can get it fucking rocking get it fucking rocking rock and roll motherfuckers all right you know what i will just um wrong wrong duck dong and um let's do um let's do consequences consequences con sequences and bud light lime okay all right i got everything i need now So we're going to end it there. Uh, so we got is palindrome, biometrics, magician, ventriloquist, word search puzzles, red rover, red rovers, and jackalope right over, culling the herd, hickory dickory dock, the windigo ran up the clock, wrong consequences, and bud light lime. That's going to be the words that you guys are going to need to remember. Let me get uh, some music going for uh, me to figure this out. What the hell I'm going to do here. Okay. So we got palindrome. I hope I'm saying it right. Palindrome. Palindrome, biometrics, magician, ventriloquist, word search, puzzles, red rover, red rover, send jackalope right over, coming the herd, hickory, dickory, dock, the windigo ran up the clock. Wrong consequences and Bud Light Lime. All right, really, I have no fucking idea where I'm going to go with this. I really don't. I'm kind of at a loss. I have some names down here. 
And that's all I got. I'm really not sure what I'm going to do here and how I'm going to slide all these words in. So again, uh, get back to the main setup here. We got uh, uh, Palindrome, Biometrics, Magician, Ventriloquist, Word Search Puzzles, Red Rover, Red Rover Sin, Jackalope Ride Over, Culling the Herd, Hickory Dickory Dock, The Windigo Ran Up the Clock, Wrong Consequences, and Bud Light Lime. Okie dokie. All right, guys. Let's see if I can do this here. Got that down there. Got the headset off. And when I do a word, I get a word in, you'll see this flash. Uh, for you folks listening on a podcast, you're just going to have to remember. Mm. Okie dokie. All right. It's not easy raising a, a child that has special needs. My child is indeed special. And she does require help. That's why she would fall under the category of special needs. But to me, she's special for other reasons. She's my everything. She's my baby girl. Her dad, well, he's not in the picture anymore. He was um, quite the interesting person. Amazing, intelligent, handsome, but he also had secrets, deep, dark secrets. To give you an idea of the way his mind works, he wanted to make sure our daughter was named Samus. Now, at first I thought perhaps the name had some significance to his mother or his father or his grandfather or his uncle or something. But no, he just was very fond of the name and pointed out that it was indeed a palindrome. When I asked him what that word meant, he said it could be read the same forward and backwards. And that way, anyone looking at our daughter and her name would know instantly that she was remarkable. With an explanation like that, and with the agreement that I can just call her Sam, or Sammy, I agreed. Thus, when Sammy was born, her full name was Samas Richardson. No middle name. I thought that odd. I'd asked my husband, why not give her a middle name? He said, why? No one ever uses a middle name. It's useless, so it should not be used. I shrugged and figured, fine. Well, the first year she was born, we discovered that she had some learning disabilities. By the second year, when she hadn't said a word, we started wondering if perhaps there was deeper issues. We began having her seen by a different specialist who all 
ran various tests, came back with different results, and finally said they were unsure why our daughter was not developing the same as other children her age was supposed to. By the time Sammy was five, my husband had became more detached from us. And just like a magician, one day he vanished, leaving me with my daughter, very limited money to survive on her own. I was fine. I didn't mind because Sammy in her own special ways was able to communicate with me. We found out by the age of seven that she could communicate fairly clearly with me via word search puzzles. We would have the word search puzzles and she would have some that were saved and then she would put numbers next to some of the ones that she had selected and I found out quickly she was very very smart. She would use some of the word search puzzles to communicate with me in very interesting ways. Having several pages mapped out and then I would have to follow behind and I would piece it all together and see what she was saying. Now that wasn't the only way she could talk with me. The other ways that she could communicate was a crude form of sign language. She had hand gestures and head movements that I recognized when she was hungry, when she needed to be cleaned, things of that nature. Now if I could catch her before a situation would arise, I could get her into the bathroom and as time went by, she even began to communicate when that sense of urgency would come on her. So here we were, right before her 18th birthday. We had things worked out, but obviously she wasn't going out and getting any kind of a regular job, and we were on government assistance. As a parent of a quote-unquote special needs child, the government was more than happy to give us the bare necessities for us to survive. But, as with anything with the government, there are always consequences for our actions. By us agreeing that we needed help, they would send specialists over to test my daughter and talk to her from time to time. And they always made sure that I did what I was supposed to do, which was basically anything that they told me. I didn't have a job. My job was a full-time parent taking care of my now adult child. We sat at the kitchen table. I had her meal in front of her. She stared at the pancakes, her eyes fixating on the syrup, a smile playing on her face. And then she reached down and began to eat her pancakes. She had all of the motor skills necessary for a normal person. She could see things, she could understand things, but for whatever reason, the return from what she was seeing or experiencing got mixed up. So she couldn't quite communicate what it is that she was thinking or wanted to say. There were a lot of scientific and medical terminology that they would throw at us through the years, and the diagnosis would shift and change from time to time. I stared at my daughter and 
did as I often did, tried to treat her as I would treat anybody else. So Sammy, what would you like to do today? It's your birthday. I made the pancakes for you. I know how much you like that. Would you like some whipped cream? I paused and waited. She looked at the pancakes, then slowly looked at me, smile widening, which I knew was a positive. I took the whipped cream and made a happy face on her pancakes, at least the half that was left. She had already devoured a big chunk of it. She waited patiently and watched, and the smile grew, and it was a beautiful smile. She ate the, le the leftovers and then cleaned up every last ounce of the whipped cream and smiled. I took the plate away, put her books in front of her. There were several different word search puzzle books. Uh, two of them had been done. The third was brand new. She looked at the new one, eyes wide, filled with anticipation. She began to flip the pages on that. Now another part of her being special was... Some of these puzzles were very difficult. Some of them had rules you had to follow. It didn't matter how complex or how elaborate these were. Every page would be done within minutes. She would ravenously tear through them with a smile. This time, though, she stared at the new one, put it to the side, took out some of the older ones, grabbed one of the red crayons, and began to mark numbers. It was quick. And then I opened it, followed it, and quickly understood what it was. It was, thank you, I love you. Brought a tear to my eyes. She could communicate. Just was slowed, delayed. I nodded. All right. So, um, any ideas on what you'd like to do? Maybe a movie, maybe something else? She shook her head. I stared at her and blinked. Did you just answer me? She nodded. This was new. This was different. She had never been able to answer me directly before. I fought the emotions welling inside of me, my heart pounding, aching, joy filling me. Could it be possible the thing that they said was impossible? Was my baby actually communicating with me? Honey, you, you're answering me. She nodded. Yes. Wait, what? But as she said that, her mouth had not moved. I wondered for a moment. She had been watching a lot of different shows on the interweb. There were several times I watched her obsessing over ventriloquists. Honey, are you actually talking to me the same way that the ventriloquists do? She smiled, shook her head. No, Mommy, I'm talking to you. But how? I just am. But tears were starting to stream out of my eyes. I couldn't understand, but I was not going to argue or be upset with the way that I was actually hearing my daughter. I had never heard her voice before, and here it's a beautiful, 
angelic voice in my head. Yes, I understood. Somehow she was talking within my mind. I tried to think back to her to see if it was the same way. She smiled. Yes, Mommy, I can hear you when you think. Have you been able to do this for a long time now? She shook her head. No. Well, well what changed? I don't know. But I hear a humming. And when I heard the humming, that's when I was able to talk. I don't... I don't understand, honey. There's a hum. There's a, a melodic sound. I can almost hear singing, maybe. I don't know. I could not formulate the thoughts. I, I was unsure what to do or even to think. Then I realized, think. She could now hear every thought. I looked at her. Honey, before I accidentally think something that I don't want you to be hurt about, understand there's a lot of thoughts that I have that are private. They're mommy thoughts. Do you understand? Yes, mommy. I know. When the humming began, I could hear everything. I know how hard it's been for you to take care of me, and I know how much you miss daddy. Again, heartstrings pulled, tears streaming. I wondered how many, how much tears could I cry? She got up, walked to me, and actually hugged me. It had been a long, long time since I had physical contact with my daughter. It wasn't that she would have any violent outburst or anything of that nature. It's just any physical contact would cause her to shrink away and be non-responsive. I knew that the day after her father left, and I tried to console her and hug her. She got very still very quiet and didn't speak didn't move or anything or use her puzzle books for two days she didn't communicate with me for two whole days that was the last time I tried to physically touch my daughter and here she was hugging me overwhelmed again I just didn't know what to think she popped her head up tilted it. Do you not hear that, Mommy? Her voice said in my head. No, I don't hear anything. You don't hear the songs or the words? No. What are the words? It's like Red Rover, Red Rover, send jackalope right over. Send a jackalope? What is a jackalope? It's a mythical rabbit that has horns like a deer. No, honey, I, I don't know what that is. I recognize the Red Rover part. That was part of a game we used to play as kids. Red Rover, Red Rover, send whoever right over. Well, then, 
somebody is sending a jackalope. Okay, if you say so. It was about then we heard a knock at the door. I shrugged, looked at my daughter, and just thought to her, Honey, go sit back at your regular spot. I don't want anybody to know about this. She nodded. I can pretend, Mom. Don't you worry. I think this will be fine. I got up, went to the door, looked through the peephole. There was a man, red hair, freckles, really chiseled features. He looked wrong. He looked out of place. Something about him was not right, so I didn't immediately open the door. Hello? I said. Yes, uh, I'm here from the state to do the assessment test. Uh, we've already done that t today, earlier in the morning. Uh, my records don't show that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It wasn't today. It was, um, it was yesterday. I'm sorry. My days get mixed up. I'm usually up all night. Uh, yeah, I understand, ma'am, but I have my papers here. I watched as he held up his ID. It matched. Same IDs that they always had. Um, okay. One second. I unlatched all the doors, bolts. We had six of them. Pulled the chain back, slid the lock, and the door opened. The man was smaller than me, but he had wiry muscle frame. I could see the muscles in his forearm as he fiddled with his pin. Yeah, I'm sorry to bother you. I know it's a child's birthday today, and, well, on the 18th birthday, they always want to do a follow-up assessment. Real simple things, nothing to be concerned about, he said with a fake smile. I knew it was fake. I shrugged. Fine. Let's get over with. It's my daughter's birthday and I was hoping to do some fun activities with her. Maybe entertain her, get her some new, uh, new dresses or something. Something to help cheer her up. Yeah, no problem. I won't be very long. He came in and closed the door behind him, walked into the kitchen. I'd never seen the man before. Usually the people that came and tested, we'd see the same groups of people. Every so often, there might be a new person, but he was usually shadowing and transitioning to take the role of somebody else. Never was there like an abrupt stranger like this man was. Um, can I see your ID again? He pulled it out, showed it to me, and the name was William Jackson. Okay, Mr. Jackson, um, what, what are we going to do today? Oh, it's very simple, actually. Um, I have a headset. Uh, it's right here. He went to the table, pulled up a bag, sat it. It was heavy. It thudded as it put down as he put it down on the table. He opened it, pulled out a goggle. It looked like a VR headset, but it was lighter weight. Uh, is the child going to object if I put this on her head? Maybe. I don't know. We have never done a test like this. Yeah, it's pretty routine. There's some basic biometrics that's in here. It's going to basically map her eyes out. 
uh, and then I'm going to ask her some questions and it's going to show her some stuff and based off of that we can kind of gauge her um, the way her mind works basically help us map some things out so new technology here uh, it should be very helpful in diagnosing and also coming up with some other things to help your daughter kind of acclimate to the world something in his mannerisms the way his body moved made me uncomfortable um can i get you something to drink maybe how long is this test test is about 30 minutes and uh no no thank you um i uh i don't want to drink on a job and and uh, i don't really need any water what do you mean drink on a job well i know you're gonna probably offer me a Bud Light Lime or something like that. And I think that's what you have in the fridge, right? I didn't tell you what was in the fridge. You grinned at me. No, you didn't. But it's what you have. At least there's one can left. And you've got a milk that's a little bit stale. Uh, you probably wouldn't want to drink that. And then, of course, the water. Which I would never drink the water. That's... A little disturbing, sir. Um, you know, is there somebody I can call? I feel a little uncomfortable with this. You you are saying things that I don't know. Relax. Look, Janice, if I wanted to hurt you, you'd be hurt. Same as your daughter. Now why don't you be a good girl? Sit over there and let me do this test with your daughter. Like I said, it'll be pretty quick. If you want to, maybe you can drink that Bud Light. Relax a little bit. Or maybe go smoke some of that special shit you got in your closet in the back. Huh? How do you... You sniffed again. That's pretty old, but it would calm you down. Like I said, I just need 30 minutes. I looked at my daughter. Relax, Mom. He can't hurt us. There was a... Sureness in her voice. Confidence. I relaxed a little. I walked into the kitchen, opened the cabinet, grabbed a glass, filled it with water, leaned back, and waited. The kitchen knife block was sitting inches from me. If the time came and I needed to, I would grab the knife and take care of this man if he threatened my daughter. But there was something in me that was very curious as to what his device was going to do, especially considering my daughter was very sure of herself. All right, little one. I'm going to put this on, and uh, I'm going to say a nursery rhyme for you, and I need for you to just look at the pictures. From what I've heard, you're very non-responsive from vocabulary, but I do believe your eyes will help us to figure some things out. As he placed the headset on my daughter's eyes, images flashed in my head. I could see what she was seeing. It was very difficult to focus on it as well as the environment around me. I steadied myself by reaching onto the counters and leaning and letting my back rest against it. Okie dokie. Hickory dickory dock. The Wendigo 
ran up the clock, he said, very slow, very methodical. As he said this, I realized this was yet another of the age-old rhymes that we had as kids, but again changed. Instead of Hickory Dickory Dock, the mouse ran up the clock, this one had a Wendigo. Earlier when she said Red Rover, Red Rover, send Jackalope right over. Jackalope. I saw, I was starting to see a pattern here. And I realized her abilities and the man in front of me were somehow locked together. There were words that appeared in front of her as well as different images. Her eyes danced on everything and then a man spoke. Again, hickory dickory dock. Hickory dickory dock. The Wendigo ran up the clock. What do you think? Her eyes danced around on the different words. And then I could see what she was saying. This is silly. Why are you wasting my time? He looked at a phone or a device, something small, was somewhat obscured from my positioning, but I could see he was looking at it, seeing a response. He chuckled. That's what I thought. Okay, let's try this. Suddenly images, horrific images of mutilated bodies and blood and blades covered in blood strobed quickly. My daughter shook her head slowly. Images and words again appeared. She looked at the words and she said, LOL, are you trying to get a rise out of me? He thought about it for a second. He didn't seem to smile or laugh. He just said it again. Let's try this. More images. This time, sexually explicit images. Very explicit images. And he said, what do those do? She responded, Are you trying to get me aroused? Fail. He hit another set of images, this one showing homosexual activity. And again he paused. Reaction? She replied, Again, fail. None of this is of interest to me. He thought about that. He typed something on his device, and then another set of images appeared. This one looked like cellular structures, different types of things that I couldn't understand but looked somewhat familiar to me. She nodded. Better. This is more interesting to me. He responded. So, pathogens viruses, things of that nature, that catches your interest. She responded, yes. Why? Because it is the key to balance. Balance. Elaborate. Balance. The human race is taking too much. The humans are doing too much destruction. The world requires 
balance. And the world made you? She smiled. The world made all of us. I have nothing to do with this. Hmm. I see. He turned off the device for a second, stood, pulled the headset off of her. She blinked once and he looked at her, smiling. You can fucking understand me very well, can't you? She looked forward, acting as if she didn't hear a word he said. He looked at me. Your daughter is able to communicate, isn't she? I nodded towards the books in front of her. She uses that. She'll go through the word puzzles, she'll figure them out, and then she'll leave me some kind of a clue numerically, and that's how I'm able to see the sentences that she wants me to see. Well, that fucking sucks, he said with a sneer. That's got to be really, really painfully slow. Eh, we have nothing but time. Hmm, I bet. He looked at me, walked over, looked at my fingers, noted no rings. So, um, your file says you're just single, taking care of your daughter. What happened to the old man? He couldn't handle. He couldn't handle the situation with the daughter. So, he just took off. Just vanished. Ah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Do you know what he did for a living? Yes, he was a researcher for Kerberos Corporation. Yeah, do you know what he was researching? No. He didn't talk about his work. Hmm. You leave anything behind? After all these years? No. Everything that he, he did leave behind, we threw out. He left us. We got over him. Yeah, it's too bad. So, uh, did your husband ever try to treat your daughter? No. I don't believe so. Your husband ever take care of her without you around? Yes, quite often. Why are you asking these questions? They seem a little unorthodox. I'm just trying to understand your daughter, that's all. So, your husband. The day he disappeared. Did he uh, leave a note? Did he say anything to give you a hint that he was leaving? No. Do you need anything else with my daughter? Because I think we're done here. Um, almost. Almost done. I have one more thing. He went into his box and he pulled out a needle. Inside was a liquid that was glowing green. He looked at me. I looked at him. What is that? Well, this might permanently fix your daughter. What do you mean permanently? She's not fixed right now. Oh, no, she is. She's playing possum. But she understands every fucking thing that's being said right now. And I could already pick up earlier when she was sharing with you the images. You saw everything she wanted you to see, right? I didn't answer. I was trying to hold my face still. I didn't want him to know that he was correct. This serum right here will be permanent in fixing her. Now, the only thing I need to know is when did she become psychically active? Was it this morning, yesterday, the day before? 
I looked at my daughter. She slowly, very gently shook her head. Just barely noticeable. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I only asked because if I inject her with this and um, I'm off on my dosage, uh, she could stroke out. And we don't want that. We kind of need her. She's pretty fucking special. Yeah, I know she's special. Why do you think she's special? Well, I'm not really at liberty to tell you. But you won't be on government assistance anymore. You won't need to worry about her. She's an adult. She'll be able to live and work and do things on her own. And she'll be vital in the operations that we need to do. Doesn't that sound good? Your daughter being whole. Your daughter being more than whole. So, what do you think? My daughter's voice was slow, but firm in my mind. He is telling the truth, Mom. And I know there's a part of you that would love to see me whole. But there is a price to pay. He wants me to do horrible, horrible things. I looked between him and her. I felt ashamed. There was indeed a part of me that wanted to see her better. See her on her own so that I could try to live my life again. I had spent my entire adult life taking care of my daughter. I didn't understand a world where that wasn't my job anymore. Part of me had felt trapped. I loved my daughter more than anything. But at the same time, I just wanted her whole. What does he want you to do? I thought. She considered for a moment, and then she shrugged. He saw the shrug. What the hell? Suddenly, his eyes widened. Blood shot from his nose and his mouth, and he dropped and convulsed on the floor violently, and then was still. She stood and stared at me. That's what he wants me to do. I don't understand. He wants you to kill people? No, not just one or two people, as you're thinking, but he wants me to kill billions. Wait, can you do that? Yes, if he was to inject me with that, it would augment my abilities. Somehow, they found out what Dad was working on, and then they, they killed him. How do you know this? Because I looked in his mind. That's why I felt it was fine to make an example. To show you what it is they wanted me to do. Honey. But you don't. You're not a. I stared at the body. How could I tell her she wasn't a killer. When she had just killed this man in front of us. But. If what she said was true. Then he deserved it. A coldness crept into my spine there's more coming aren't there yes what do we do nothing i can deal with them mom but understand there is a choice that we have to make here okay what's the choice the choice is i kill them all of them but in doing so it will reveal certain truths 
that society is not ready to know. If I do as they say, then they're more surgical, like a surgeon cutting out a mass to save a patient. Whereas my method, my solution to this problem is more like taking a rocket and killing the patient as well as the tumor. Are they all bad? No, Mom. They're bad, but it's complicated. They think they're doing the right thing. They think what they're doing is basically the equivalent of culling the herd, making the overall herd more healthy and strong. They have isolated and figured out the social undesirables and want to eradicate them. By utilizing me and others like me, then they would come about their solution much more quickly than the plans they've had over the last 50, 60 years. Your father made you like this? Yes, by accident. Dad was working on a program, but it dealt with the mind. And since the pathways in my mind weren't lining up correctly, he thought perhaps his research would fix me. But all it did was create new pathways, which were not activated. There was a piece missing that Dad didn't know about, but Kerberos does. What do you want to do, honey? She paused, considered it, thought about it. Her eyes teared. She shrugged. I don't know, Mom. This is really hard for me. I don't understand certain things, but if you open your mind to me, give me permission, I could probably learn everything I need to know from you. And there it was. We try our best to teach our children, to lead by examples, but at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. None of us have a fucking clue on what it is to raise our children. We try our best. We do things like pattern recognition. Oh, this is what my mom did and it was fucking horrible. I swear I'll never do that to my daughter. And yet, sometimes I would, inadvertently. So here it was. My daughter, who I understood, could read every private thought, every little piece of my entire existence. Did I want her to have access to that? Could I ever make eye contact and look at my daughter again with her understanding and knowing everything I've ever done? But at the same time, it was my responsibility as an adult, as a parent, to teach my child. And how many times had had my mother told me, one day you'll understand when you go through what I've gone through. And here... My daughter would be able to see everything, understand everything. She would have access to not only the memories, but the emotional context as well. I was terrified. But I felt it was my obligation as her mother for her to understand everything. So I nodded. I looked at her. I only ask one thing, honey. I won't judge you, Mom. How could I? But I will attempt 
to understand you better. Okay, honey. Go for it. I didn't know what I was expecting. I didn't know if it would hurt. I didn't know what was going to happen. There was a warmth, though. Started at the base of my skull. And the whole front of my mind, the skull and the brain, felt that warmth spread. It was a very, very beautiful, warm experience. Hard to express, but it was soothing. I felt a lot of frustration and anger and turmoil and regret suddenly lift. I stared at her. What are you doing, honey? I'm helping where I can, Mom. Be still. I did as she told me. Five minutes went by. I felt as if every weight was lifted off of my shoulder. I stared at her. I feel really good, honey. She looked very heavy. Her shoulders had slumped down. Her eyes were red. I could tell she was fighting back the tears. I'm so sorry, Mom. About what? About being such a burden on you. I looked at her. You didn't really understand and look hard enough, did you? I did, Mom. I know the sacrifices. I know your love. I know everything. And yet, I can't help but feel bad because I made a lot of that pain and hurt that you had to go through. I'm sorry, Mom. Maybe this will help. I felt more tingling in my mind. The bad memories. The hard memories. The ones that almost made me resent my daughter vanished I looked at her I felt violated but at the same time relieved I looked at her are they gone forever no mom I'm holding on to them if you want them back later I'll give them to you but right now I want you to answer this question for me without any guilt, without any burden or anything else. I'm going to share with you what he had in his mind. Took a deep breath. I swallowed. Looked at her. Okay. Plans, images, agendas, everything floated in my mind. The horrendous, horrific things that they had executed and done on the population of the world for hundreds and hundreds of years boggled my mind the evil plans that they had laid but all with the agenda of balancing the planet out in their own methods how many of them are there a million she said and if they are gone the world will become very chaotic the world will kind of tailspin they control everything they have plans, contingencies, just in case. But we can reshape things the way it should be. What should we do, Mom? I looked at my daughter, 18 years old, but she had absorbed all of my knowledge, all of my memories, as well as the man that laid at our feet. Everything that he had in his mind as well. She was able to see both sides of the equation perfectly and I looked at her and I wondered hmm I'm not gonna tell you what to do honey 
I'm going to leave it in your capable hands. Whatever you decide, I won't judge you. I love you. I love you too, Mom. I've made my decision. I looked around and I waited, wondering what was going to happen next. The phone rang. I picked it up. Hello? What has your daughter done? The voice said on the other line. I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you? I'm the one who sent the agent who lies dead on your floor right now. How do you know this? You think your daughter is the only one? There's many of us. But your daughter, she has kicked things into motion that cannot be undone now. What have you done? And the lion went dead. I looked at my daughter. She smiled at me. Guess this is going to be one hell of a birthday, huh, Mom? I smiled at her. Yes, so, honey. What happens now? She smiled. She had such a beautiful smile. Whatever we want, Mom. Whatever we want. We're free now. All right. That's going to be the end of that story. We had uh, Palindrum, Biometrics, Magician, Ventriloquist, Word Search, Puzzles, Red Rover, Red Rover, Sin, Jackalope Ride Over, Culling the Herd, Hickory Dickory Dock, The Wendigo Ran Up the Clock, Wrong, Consequences, Bud Light, Lime. So we got them all in there. Um, and I think this story is going to be called... Um, I don't know. I'm going to do something like two sides of the coin or the decision. Add ah, the decision. There you go. The decision. Decision. All right. That's it, guys. That's the story. That's what we got for this week. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with me and doing this. I really, really, really appreciate it. I will be putting this together for the podcast. Podcast will be up a little bit later on tonight. We do this every Sunday. Uh, 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, that would be 6 o'clock Pacific, um, that's like, what, 10 o'clock, or no, 9 o'clock Eastern, I guess, so, that's gonna be it for now, we'll do this again next week, um, hopefully we'll get some new, new blood in here as well, throwing some words and stuff, um, and I'll go see what happened on the Super Bowl, because uh, I was here in the background, I can hear my wife screaming and some other stuff, so I don't know what's going on, but I'm sure I'll go out and figure out what's going on. But that's it for now, guys. Thank you. Uh, I will see you guys next week. So that is it for now. Amanda Ronaldo. Credit no emerging.